The following is a recording of SACBC's Hatsubon Urabonye service, which took place on August 8th, 2021. Namanna, 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 Namanna,
無常シャアカニョラさんげえなじいぽんにょらいにうどんじょさんげえなナモアミダブツ。
ナモアミダブツナマンダブツナマンダブツナマンダブツナマンダブツナマンダブツ
。オムシャリカリョビンガグミョシチョセショシュチョチュヤロクジスイワゲオンゴオンメンチョゴトンゴリキシチボダイブンハッショドブンヨゼトウゴドシュジョモンゼオンニカイシンネンブンネンポネンソシャレオンニョモンニシチョ人税財法少少少医者が異部国道無三幕主者利用の部国道小無三幕道市名が共有人税少主張改善阿弥陀文翼両方温泉る園芸少佐者利用に部国道ビープ水道小法合主ユーホーラーも睡眠妙音、飲料脈線修復、同時草、門税音、社会人、年上、年分、年法、年草、指針、社理、音、語、部、国土、上、十、尿、税、不動、称号。社理、音、の、尿、シャリオンニブンコミョムリョショジポコクムショショゲゼコゴイアミダウシャリオンニブンジュミョギュゴニミムリョムヘンアソギココミョアミダシャリオンナミダブンジョブンニライオコンジコウシャリオンニブンヌムリョムヘンショモンデシカイアラカンヒゼサンジュシ消防殺主役部尿税、シャーリー本人部国土上住尿税、空読将軍部、シャーリー音国ら国土修正少女。改善アビバチゴチュタウイショプショゴシュジンタイゼサンジュショノチシタンカイムリョムヘンアソギコセンシャリホンシュジョモンシャトオトホンガンガンショイコグショイシャガトクヨニョゼショジョゼンニンクエイショシャリオンクカイショゼンゴンククトクインネントクショイコシャリオンニャクゼンナンシゼンニョニンモンセンナミダブンシュジミョゴニャクイチニチニャクニニチニャクサンニチニャクシニチニャクゴニチニャクロクニチニャクシチニチイッシンプランゴニンリンミョジュジアミダブンニョショショジュ現在ゴゼンゼニンジュジシンプーテンドソクトクオジョアミダブンゴクラコクドシャリオンガケンゼリコセンシゴンニャクウシュジョモンゼセシャオートホンガンショイコクドシャリオンニョガコンジャサンダンガミダブンフカシギクログトボヤクアッシュグビブンシュミソブンダイシュミブンシュミコブンミョウオンブンニョゼトゴガシャシュショブンカクオゴコク水耕場絶層変風三千大千世界千乗人言尿等修正等身税小三風化市議空読一切小文小五年行
シャーリー本南方正解、ウーニチガット文、ヨーモンコー文、大円剣文、趣味等文、無料精進文、尿税等、豪華者、首相文、覚悟、合国、水耕場、節操。遠風三千大先生会、戦場人言用と修正、等身税賞賛、風化市議、空読一切、将軍、称号、年業。シャーリー本裁法正会、無料、十分、無料、総分、無料、道分、大公分、大名分、放送分、上公分、尿税等、豪華者、修正分。覚悟合国遂行上絶創返風三千大戦政界戦場人言用等修正等身税賞賛空化市議空読一切将軍称号年業シャーリー本の法政界運営見分最小音分難小分日小分盲妙分尿税等豪華者修正分覚悟合国遂行上絶創遠風三千大戦政界戦場人言尿等修正等身税賞賛風化市議空読一切将分称号年業シャーリー音芸法政界運指示分妙文分妙公文断マーブン、報道文、自報文、尿税等、豪華者、首相文、覚悟、合国、水耕場、絶創、遠風三千大戦政界、戦場人言尿等、修正等、新税、賞賛、風化、市議、空読、一切、将文、称号、年業。シャーリー音情報正解、ウーボン論文、祝王文、工場文、高校文、大円見文、雑誌、技法、敬語、新文、シャーラー、獣王文、法系特文、県一歳議文、尿州、未戦文、尿税等、合が社首相文、各王、合国、水耕場、絶創、返風三千大戦正解、戦場人言尿等、修正等、新税賞賛、風化市議、空読一切、将軍、将軍、年業。シャーリー本能、尿意、運河、学校、妙意、一切、将軍、将軍、年業。シャーリー本、脈、全、南、市、全、尿、人、門税、将軍、将戦、よ。牛郷妙者、税商、全難市、全容人、会員、一切、将軍、偶将、五年、海徳、風大天、大和、のくたら、三脈、三宝大、税公、シャーリー、本尿と回答、真珠、が合議、勝負、商戦、シャーリー、本脈、運人、イーホン、ガン、コンポン、ガン、トーホン、ガン、浴章、アーミーダー、仏国者、税商、人と海徳、風大天、大和、のくたら、三脈、三宝大、王、国土略一生略根性略当初税公シャーリー本性善難自然容認略右信者応答本願生意国土シャーリー音尿が根者称賛称分風化市議空読非勝負と役所戦が風化市議空読にさ税言釈迦無理分の一人南系右支持農王者、馬国道、豪族、惑星、公族、賢族、煩悩族、修正族、明族、中徳、和のくたら、三脈、三宝大、衣装、修正、戦前、一切、政権、南進、司法、シャーリー、温度、地が、豪族、惑星、行進、南人、徳、和のくたら、三脈、三宝大、一切、政権、
生死内心死法税異人南部生死教育者利用儀所備区一切政権天人頭と文部諸戦官議真珠さらいにこぶせんあみだきょなまんなぶなまんなぶなまんなぶなまんなぶなまんなぶなまんなぶがんにしくどく Please join me in reading the Jodo Shinshu Creed, which is on page 12 in the book, or the words will be on the screen. Jodo Shinshu Creed 1. Entrusting the vow of the Buddha and reciting the sacred name, I shall proceed through the journey of life with strength and joy. Revering the light of the Buddha, reflecting upon my imperfect self, I shall strive to live a life of gratitude. Following the teachings of the Buddha, discerning the right path, I shall spread the true Dharma. Rejoicing in the compassion of the Buddha, respecting and aiding one another, I shall do my best to work towards the welfare of society. We will now have a Dharma message from Reverend、uh, Miyagi. The power of the Buddha's primal vow is such that. Those who, hearing the name, aspire for birth, all reach that land, and their attainment of non retrogression comes about of itself. Namo Amida Wits, 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 Namo Amida Wits. Thank you very much, and、uh, thank you for、um, uh, the long sutra chanting. It's called the Amida Kyo. We went right through the whole entire thing, so uh, it's, uh, it's something that we do usually for the Obon services. So thank you very much for your patience. Uh, um, I'd like to kind of get right into it、uh, because I do not have、uh, too much time, but I'd like to give you the gist, gist of the message today. And it,、uh, it is the importance of hearing,、uh, or what we call in Japanese, kiku, kiku, or chomong.、Uh, it's, it's written in a special way、um, it, with the mimi, mimi hang, and toku, with virtue. Okay.、Uh, and that's the way、uh, we listen to the Buddha Dharma. So if you had to boil it down in one word, I think one of the ways to do it is that Buddhism. Is to hear. Buddhism is to hear. 
And so you might be thinking, what are we hearing? Uh, what we hear, well, the answer to that is that we hear the calling voice of true reality, a reality that embraces all beings. Okay, well, that's nice, you might think, but uh, I, hopefully I'll show you how this plays out uh, when, as we move along in the conversation. So the next question is, you know, what do we hear with? And it is here that I would like to ask you to kind of close your eyes or think about the word here, as you can uh, picture it in your head, right? H-E-A-R, right? Now, if you tack on the T at the end, that becomes uh, heart, right? And so we hear with our heart's ear, right? And so there's also ear within that word too as well, right? So we hear with our heart's ear. Uh, so hearing is the most important issue in Jodo Shinshu Buddhism. And what do we hear? We hear the calling voice of true reality, which we call Amida Buddha. Amida Buddha's great compassion embraces all beings. And how do we hear this voice of true reality? We hear, with this, we hear this with our heart's ear. And what we hear is the onenbutsu, the calling voice of truth. And that is Shinshu in a nutshell. That is Jodo Shinshu, our school of Buddhism in a nutshell. You know, uh, I know it's a little bit harder than that than what I just explained, but, um, you know, at the beginning of, of the passage, I read uh, a, an excerpt from the larger sutra, uh, and it says that those who hear the name of Amida Buddha or true reality will attain birth in the pure land because they aspire to be born there. So if we put that into everyday language, what that means is that those who listen to the teachings of the Buddha will awaken to the path of truth and eventually go there. And when we are able to hear, we are made to understand that we didn't know from before. So hearing is very crucial in our development. You know, it's like when you're kind of growing up and your parents tell us, you know, all kinds of orders, right? Clean up your room, right? Take out the trash, wash the dishes, right? Do your homework, uh, play nicely with others. Don't sit too closely to the TV, right? Et cetera, et cetera. And then when we go to school, we have to take orders from our teachers, right? Read pages so-and-so for homework, right? You need to study more. I was told that all the time. You need to uh, uh, practice your instrument more, practice your algebra, right? Uh, so it seems like we're taking orders from everyone all the time, right? And as we get older, you know, we take orders from our wife. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I won't go there, but, uh, but we have to take orders from other people. We have to take orders from the law, right? We have to take orders from, you know, the IRS, right? Or these things, right? So we have to constantly listen, constantly hear. But if we think about it, over time, as we reflect, we realize that listening to our parents, our teachers, and our significant others, or our mentors, or friends and family, they are barking out these orders, but they were doing so to, uh, in the hopes that uh, they would help us to become people who are more aware, right? People who are stronger or smarter, et cetera, right? Well, hopefully at least, right? And I'm not saying that's always, always the case, but um, you see what I'm trying to get at, right? It's when we realize that they were really trying to help us become better people uh, in the long run, that we start to see what they were trying to do for us. And then we become appreciative and grow to trust their guidance. But when it comes to our spiritual lives, you know, hearing doesn't come as easily, right? First of all, you know, we're not hearing just with our ears per se. Rather, we have to hear with our hearts. And this takes a long time before we realize that we are being cultivate, cultivated by the world of truth, by Amida Buddha's working. We are slowly brought to come to hear the voice of absolute truth. But once we are able to hear the calling voice of truth, we entrust ourselves to this truth and are able to respond in gratitude 
by saying Namo Amida Butsu, right? So, uh, Obon, uh, you know, today's the Hatsubon, Urabon in service. So, um, I, I want to talk about Obon a little bit. Obon has a religious aspect to it. You know, it's, it's not just about, you know, playing bingo and eating snow cones and kintoki, right? Or eating chicken teriyaki or scoping out the hot girls or the hot guys who came to Obon, right? Hey, well, I just call it like it is, okay? I, I just call it. <laughs> so, I, I know that Obon is a fun time, right? I will, I will be the first to admit that, right? Uh, so, Obon, but at its roots, is supposed to be an event that reflects on our ancestors, right? And, and those who have gone before us. Isn't that such a beautiful teaching, right? What other time do we do this? Perhaps Memorial Day, but this is a kind of Memorial Day from a Buddhist perspective, right? Uh, and when we recall the loss of our lo loved ones, we are forced to engage with what this life is about. We are forced to think and reflect on the meaning of life. It is very hard to make time for that, especially with everyone's hectic work schedule where we have to worry about paying the bills, right? Taking care of the kids, going grocery shopping, taking the kids to Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, basketball, soccer, right? And, you know, worrying about saving money to buy a house or a car or saving money to send our kids to college, right? We have all these worries, all these concerns, all these goals, all these uh, expectations that we set all these beefs that we have between each other, right? All these, uh, what are called distractions uh, that all keep us from thinking about life in general. All these things preoccupy us and keep us busy. They keep us from seeing the reality of the situation of our state of existence. I'd like to share with you a short segment that I found on YouTube that I think is really touching and it really touches on the point of the message of Jola Shinshu Buddhism. This is a video documentary where they ask a few people who are over the age of 100 to give their life perspectives. And I wanna focus on one woman in particular who gives such a moving message that fits precisely with Amida Buddha's message of great compassion. This takes place in England. So um, these people have no connection to Buddhism, right? Probably, right? And they probably don't know the words like Amida Buddha, Onembutsu, or Pure Land. Yet, her explanation is precisely what this teaching is about. And I would like to now uh, show you what that uh, is. Can everybody see this? Yeah. Can everybody hear this? When I had my first children, I had twins, but unfortunately I lost the twins and that was the most tragic moment in my life. But I, I had a daughter and I enjoyed her company very much indeed, loved her immensely. When I lost my first baby, it was a, one of the twins went, I was devastated. Eventually, of course, you get used to it because life goes on regardless. You get healed and uh, what you never forget. So, you know, it's, it's really wonderful to have something left behind. Even if they are no longer here, they're there. They're in your mind, they're in your air, all around you. It's really a wonderful, wonderful feeling. I think a lot of my children, even today, after all these years, I can still sit here and I can talk to them 
and as if they were still alive. <laughs> when, when people pass this way, they hear me talking to myself. They think I'm crackers. <laughs> but I'm not crackers. I'm only just thinking about my, my children. Any regrets? None. None whatever. I can tell you right from my heart. None whatever. So that's the segment that I wanted to show you. Hopefully you were able to see that. Um, so what we see here is a person who speaks from the experience of great loss. And I can't even begin to imagine the pain and despair that she had to endure through the years. But she tells us from her own words, through her own experience, she has not lost them. Right? Her children are still there with her. They are right there with her and spend every moment with her. They become the air that she breathes, the food that nourishes her, the water that sustains her, the sun that warms her, and the tree that provides the shade that cools her. They are there with her in her memories and in her heart. And in this sense, they never die. They're always there with her. In every moment, she is constantly spoken to. They are telling her that they love her. They're telling her that they're there with her and telling her that she is okay as she is because she is embraced as she is. They speak to her from the world of oneness, the world of truth, the world of the Pure Land. She continues on to say that she has no regrets in this life, nothing left undone, no feeling of, man, I needed more time, I needed more money, I needed more this or more that, right? Her experience of great loss became her greatest source of strength. And what more can we want in this life? She is thoroughly content with her path, despite the hardships that she had to face. How can we be like that, you might ask? In my eyes, that woman is a bodhisattva, and her children are bodhisattvas to her. Right? They teach her about the world of great compassion, the world that connects all of us together. The end of life is tragic and painful, but it is not the end. Right? And it certainly does not, mean, does not mean that our bond with them has been severed forever. It has merely undergone a great change. So from a Jodo Shinshu perspective, this woman has tapped into the world of great compassion, the world of absolute truth. And this is what grounds her. It becomes the life source of her spirit to be able to carry on in this life. She becomes ever more grateful, ever more content, ever more at peace because she is grounded by this world of absolute truth. In Jodo Shinshu, this world of truth is wisdom and compassion, of clarity and warmth. It embraces us just as we are, and all we have to do is awaken to this truth by hearing its calling voice. Truth speaks to us by saying to us, Namo Amida Butsu, hear this truth, listen to this truth. And when we truly receive this teaching, we will naturally put our hands together in Gasho and in deep and humble gratitude respond by saying the name 
Namo Amida Butsu. Thank you for showing me this world of great compassion that brings me peace and hope to my heart. And with that, I would like to uh, close today's uh, message. Thank you very much for your attention. Please join me in Gasho. The power of the Buddha's primal vow is such that those who, hearing the name, aspire for birth, all reach that land, and their attainment of non-retrogression comes about of itself. Namo Amida Butz. 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 Thank you, Sensei, for a very thought-provoking, meaningful message. ちょうど新州一つ去年、え、タコマ仏教会と言いましてですね、え、ワシントン州のえ、シアトルという町がありまして、そのシアトルからま、40分ぐらいの南にあるところなんですが、え、そこにえ、え、仕事させていただいた、いただいたんですが、え、
お任せしますというような表現があるんですね。これは英語で訳しますと、I take refuge in Amida Buddha。Okay. I take refuge in Amida Buddha。私が Amida n y o r a 様に帰依する。えー、これを、まあえー、肯定的に発言するということなんですね。えーまあ、これは、えー、間違いではないんですけれども、えーまあ、十分な答えにはなっていないんですね。えー、実は、このナムアミダ仏っていうのは、えー、二通りに、えー、解釈することができ、まあ、前半と後半というふうに考えて,考えても、えー、いいかと思いますが、このアミダ仏に、えー、お任せする、I take refuge in アミダ仏だっていうのは、どちらかというと後半の部分なんですね。その前半の部分がありまして、この何て言うんですかね、前提に来る話があって、それは何かというと、阿弥陀仏から言われていることがあるんですね。で、それは何かというと、阿弥陀仏に任せ、任,任せよう。take refuge in me, 阿弥陀仏だ。っていうのが、まず来るわけなんですね。つまり、真実の世界からの呼び声が、まずあるんです。そして私たちはその呼び声を聞いて受け止めてそして自分の口から名も阿弥陀仏として答えが出てくるわけなんですねこれがお念仏の正しい受け止め方でありますで真実の世界と出会,出会わせていただき、えー、ありがとうございます名も阿弥陀仏というようなそのような表現というのがこのお念仏の過程プロセスなんですね私の方からお任せしますというのではなく、ではなく仏様からのお呼び声に対しての感謝の気持ちであります。でこれを説明するために次の令和が挙げられることができます。まあ、例えばですね、ある日親子が海に遊びに行きます。ね、子供はすぐに海で泳ぎたいのですね。で一方、お父さんは、えー、ビーチに残ることになり、えー、何か問題が起こった時にお父さんを呼んでくれと、えー、言ったそうです。でそして、えー、子供は泳ぎに出ていきますで。海が楽しくてたまりません。でその子は泳いで泳いでなかなか、えー、帰ってきません。でやがてぐったりと疲れてしまったので、そろそろ帰ろうと思いますが、その時に、えー、その時には岸に戻るのが大変難しくなってきました。これはなぜかというとですね、えー、I don't know how to say this in Japanese, but tide, tide, right? The tide pulls the person out into the ocean, right?、Uh, so, uh, それで、えー、なかなか戻ることができなくなってくるんですね。でそしてその子は頑張っても、頑張っても、えー、遠くへ行ってしまいます。ね、頑張れば頑張るほど、えー、力を入れていけばいくほど、えー、どんどんどんどん、えー、海の、えー、外に、えー、外地が、まあ、the deep ocean の方に行ってしまうんですね。で、それでついに、どうしよう、どうしよう、えー、と、大パニックになって、パニック状態になった時に、お父さんを呼ぼうとしました。しかし、その声を出す力が、えー、抜けてしまって出ないのですね。でここでもう本当にもうパニック状態で、えー、怖くなってしまい、えー、どうしようかというふうに思い,思い始めるんですね。で一方その、そんなことは、えー、起こるかもしれないと心配しているとお父さんは、えー、ずっとその子のことを見ているわけなんですね。でそして子供がお父さん助けてと言おうとする前にお父さんはもうすでに子供の方へ、えー、今行くぞ大丈夫だよ心配するなと、えー、大きな声で呼びかけていたのです。でそして、海の中へ飛び込んで、その子を助けます。で子供は救われて、お父さんに、お父さんありがとう、ありがとう、と泣きながら言いました
まあ、この話のように、仏様は私たち史上の今の状態をよく知っておられます。そして私たちが助けてという前から、すでに私たちの方へ働きかけておってくださるのです。私に任せなさい、大丈夫だよと仏様はおっしゃってくださっているのですが、実際に自分がやばいと思わない限り、この呼び声が耳に入ってくるのが非常に難しいのですね。お念仏はまずこの真実の世界からの私たちへの呼びかけなのです。そしてそれを聞いて私たちは名も阿弥陀仏と答えるのです。お念仏は確かに感謝の気持ちを表すものですが、でその感謝の対象が何かを把握しなければなりません。それは真実の世界、つまり名も阿弥陀仏、阿弥陀如来様の大,大慈悲なのですね。でこのことを、えーまあ、真宗倫理、えー、に照らして考えてみますとですね、やはり阿弥陀如来の大慈悲が中心とならなければならないと、えー、いうことが、えー、はっきりします。お念仏を、えー、唱えることは他の人や、えー、その仕事を認めるだけのためのものではありません。また、ストレス発散のために唱える、えー、何て言うんですかね、マントラとか、えー、何かを得るためのお祈りとか、え、神仏からのお許し、お許しとか、え、良い行いを積み重ね、さらに自分が犯した悪業のお祓い、え、お祓いっていうのは、まあ、repentance ですね。お祓いとか、そのためのものではないのですね。そのような私中心の善行としてのお念仏ではないのです。仏様のメッセージであるお念仏を弔問したとき、つまりこのが、自分というえー、それを大きく、えー、膨らんだバブルの世界を超えた世界に出会った私の口から出る名も阿弥陀仏に会う、えー、ことになるのです。自我の限界に出会わせていただくときが、えー、無限たる如来の大慈悲の世界と出会わせていただくときなのであります、えー。繰り返して言いますけれども、自分の限界に出会わせていただくときが無限たる如来の大慈悲の世界と出会わせていただく時なのですね。When we realize the limitation of our ego, the limitation of our self, that is when the unlimited world of absolute truth emerges ということなんですね。でその unlimited と limited、無限の世界と限界のある世界が接触するところがお念仏なんです。お念仏を通してこの無限たる世界、を知ることが可能となるわけなんですね。そしてこの世界と出会ってからは、この大慈悲を妨げず、その活動に参加していくことが可能となるのであります。ここが真宗倫理の出発点です。でそれはつまり、お念仏が真実の世界から現れたお言葉であるとしっかりと受け止めていくことが大事なのではないかと思います。本日はようこそのお参りでございます。終わりに合唱をお願いいたします。ナモアミダブツ。ナモアミダブツ。ナモアミダブツ。ナモアミダブツ。ナモアミダブツ。